it's, it's my week. It's your week. Okay, I don't have to. I don't have to look at the. I don't have to have you count me in anymore. Yeah. I can just fucking go, huh? Yeah. Whenever you're ready. All right. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Beaten Clef. This week we're doing a much, much deserved episode of Twerp Over the Top from 2020. So let's get into it. Yep. I think these are going to be funner because it's you're going to be looking at me. Yeah, it's it. you don't have to tell me. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, no fucking shit. But anyway, uh, twerp over the top is what we're doing this week. And as I alluded to in the intro, um, this is a uh, much needed episode. This is something we had planned to do months ago. Um, but da- Daft Punk happened to retire on the week we were going to do this, and I texted Dill two weeks, two days before we were supposed to record. And I was like. We have to talk about this. I like. I, I legit spent that entire day crying because <laughs> Daft Punk broke up. Two yeah. fictional robots that made music and didn't even really make music. They just made really cool samples of other music. And uh, yeah, so Twerp was slated for that week, and they they really do deserve their own episode because this album's great. And I'm glad we finally get to talk about it. It was it was kind of a lazy pick for me, but it needed to be done at some point. It's also kind of crazy that. On the week that we did Daft Punk instead of Twerp, of all bands, yeah, like, this band is so very similar to yeah. Daft Punk. Yeah, there's a there's a specific song that sounds like it could have been on Random Access Memories for sure on this album. Uh, they're very similar. I mean, Twerp is electronica, and kind of Daft Punk kind of lived in that like funk, like kind of rock electronica world as well. But Twerp really kind of is is that Daft Punk was more than that. But. Yeah, there's definitely some of that influence here for sure. So, um, I want to hear your opening thoughts on this album and uh, you know what you thought because this is definitely more my type of music than yours. I think. Yeah, it, it was it was cool to find things that I liked about it mm-hmm. because I'd listened to it a, a few times before we planned on doing our our twerp episode way back when. I think that was what back in the fall. No, uh, it was spring. I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. And, you know, I remember listening to some of these songs, but I guess I hadn't done my notes lesson, so I wasn't, like, listening that intently. And so this time around, it was a lot of fun, and I think this time of year is perfect for twerp. Yeah. It's windows-down music for sure. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's times where the vocals can be a lot, but this album is spaced out perfectly, I think, for, like, when you start getting aggravated with something, they completely switch it up. Yep. And I think the structure of the album really is fun to listen to front to back yep. on on shuffle it might not be as much fun but i think listening to it straight through it's set up perfectly yeah. as yeah. an album i agree i think i think they were really smart in the way they constructed this album i mean i i enjoy listening to it on random as well but listening to it critically and listening to it front to back it really makes a, whole, a lot of sense especially the way they framed it like with the first and last song it makes a whole lot of sense um but yeah, I'm just going to get into a little bit of what Twerp is. Um, so they are a, uh, I would call them a concept band. 
but like one that doesn't take themselves too seriously. Like they, they, they dress up, they always perform in full costume. They always appear in full costume. Um, they, nobody knows their real names, quote unquote, what, you know, nobody knows. Right. Um, but they're, they're, um, they claim to be travelers through time and space looking to get rid of, uh, boredom and sadness wherever they go. So that was that's their only mission in life is to kind of eliminate that. So they take on these personas. Uh, the lead singer on guitar and the talk box, who you hear the most, is a guy named Doctor Sung. Um, ha- ha- have Hogan, I think is how you pronounce that, on drums. Um, Lord Phobos on guitar, who plays a great guitar. He's his costume's probably the coolest too, I think, except for maybe Commander Meowch, who just wears a giant lion head. Um, Dr. Song kind of wears like a traffic cone and some cool goggles and he's got a mustache very much like yours actually doing and they're just really cool looking they're a lot of fun um, they're actually playing a show in Columbus in December which I think we should probably go to for um, sure. Ben's definitely down Ben would host us for sure for the night if we didn't want to get a hotel which I think I would probably want to do anyway but because um, I don't want to sleep on the floor yeah uh, <laughs> nothing against you Ben I just don't want to sleep on a couch so we're both a little too old for for air mattresses yeah you're going into your last year your 20s in this this week i've been in my 30s for too long now so yeah this couch sleeping ain't for me anymore yeah. um, we'll pay the extra <laughs> 150 bucks for an yeah, airbnb yeah for sure um but yeah no they're just a lot of fun man they don't take themselves too seriously like their lyrics aren't serious they're very surface level there's nothing deep here there's one what i would consider a concept track on this album that which is really cool it's a cool switch up from the rest of the album but again this is not something you want to read super deep into this is music that's just there to fucking party to and have fun to so i really like it yeah it's <laughs> what i'm trying to get at was that all of your opening thoughts like did you have any thoughts before you listen to this album? No, like, I, I did found, you listen to Twerk before? No, I found this album completely by accident. Like I was in a, I was like, I don't fucking know what I want to do, and I, so I just started listening to random shit that on that popped up on Spotify. First thing I noticed was this awesome album art where it's the th- the four members like going up to like this monolith like, of a keytar. It's like like science fiction cover from like the 1970s. It reminds me of like old Power Rangers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I could see like that very for sure. 90s Power Rangers. Yeah, it definitely it it has like an old fiction novel like art to it, which I was like, "Oh, okay, this is going to be cool." And I was like, well, "How do you pronounce that?" And then I realized their name is uh Stan Twerp is TWRP it stands for Tupperware Remix Party. And I think they started going by Twerp just because they didn't want to get sued by t- the company, yeah. t- Tupperware, or Rubbermaid, whoever makes Tupperware. I don't know, fucking know. Um, but yeah, no, man, they're, they're just a lot. Like I like I said, I discovered it completely by accident. And I was like, fuck, fuck yeah, dude. I love electronica, especially when it's like more disco-based like this is. It's just so much fucking fun if it's done right. And the fact that they like take on an alter ego. Like there's so many bands that I like, like Guar specifically. Like they they put on the persona of being space aliens that fucking hate the earth and everything on it and they want to just destroy everything and they hate earth but they still put on shows yeah <laughs> so i i just love any time like a band has like a full con so i love daft punk because they were they believed they were robots so i don't know twerp is cool i did a happy accident for sure they almost feel like they exist in the same universe as daft punk yeah i think so too yeah, I think there was like a parallel universe where those two came from. They mm-hmm. definitely are adjacent. So yeah, it's it's just a cool concept, and I just and they're from Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is always funny. 
That's so right. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. And I can't hear Halifax, Nova Scotia without thinking of there's a um, Flogging Molly song where they mention it and he says it in a really cool like, Halifax, Nova Scotia. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, I can't think of that. I don't know. It's just a cool place because of that <laughs> fucking Flogging Molly lyric. Anyway, um, yeah. I, um, yeah. Just a completely random band that I had never listened to before, which I think is cool. So kind of the way thank you scientist happened in the same way where i'd never listened to him and just louis randomly recommended him yeah and that's the artist i'm picking next week's gonna be the same way and i think that's where we're gonna kind of head in the general direction going forward yeah i think we were discussing this earlier and like it's cool like it started out like hey let's show each other albums that we personally love that we don't think you have listened to like the other person sitting across from you had listened to and would probably be like but i think it's more fun to where we both discover things and like i'll pick obviously more like metal or more like like the stuff that i'm into right now like funk jazz prog metal-y type stuff and then you'll obviously kind of stay in that pop punk realm maybe or maybe you'll branch out i don't know but i think it's more fun that way if we have no bias coming in yeah and the i think the less we're emotionally invested and we're both kind of trying to figure it out is, is a better place to be yeah i think so too it just it feels more like an actual review rather than hey i love this what do you think yeah so uh yeah let's hop right into it with uh the first track is called coming at you which you know pretty appropriate title for an opening track and i think it's a really smart choice with like the false live recording and it feels very much like the opening to like a 70s rock show where you can hear the band and then you hear the the bass the dum 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 and then just like it just the band all gets slowly introduced and i just it's just so cool man because everybody i can almost see this live as a as a stage show where as each element starts like a different spotlight you all, you get the bassist out of the way right get to get you know so you can kind of face him out as more important people yeah exactly <laughs> you know give commander Meowch his his love um, and then we'll move on uh, I, I never, yeah, I did go through that. Like, Cannon commanded me out as the bassist, and I went through all what they play. And then, um, yeah, just everybody kind of gets their moment to shine, and it's just a cool little intro track. Like, the, I wrote that bass intro, it's just, it's so fucking classic, man. Because it really is. It's like if you have seen a rock show at any point, it started this way. <laughs> it started with the bass intro, and they're like, hey, we're blah, blah, blah. And, you know, glad to play for you tonight. And then they bump it into that first song. Um, but I, I texted Ben and this is a re- reference that maybe in our listener base, only he and I will get, but it sound, it's so, so, so similar to, uh, like a JRP dungeon, JRPG dungeon soundtrack. Like it just sounds like you're like running through like a, a mine fighting fire beasts. <laughs> Specifically in, uh, an RPG we both play called star ocean. If you've ever played that game, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about without ever hearing the song. Cause that soundtrack is so distinct and so very bouncy and lively. And it's, it's a kind of weird juxtaposition next to like literally fighting monsters, but <laughs> it's just, it's always been a cool mix to me. So yeah, it's just a perfect opener for like an insanely fun album. It kind of reminds me of, this is going to be a, another thing, a reference that no one ever is going to understand but me and probably my brother is uh the final riot by mm-hmm. paramore they did like a live album and they did uh the same thing where it's like someone starts uh and it's like it starts out like all black 
starts up with one person strumming the guitar and then the bass comes in mm-hmm. and then the drummer comes in it's doing this thing and it's kind of the same setup to start this album yeah. and it does feel like a live performance yeah, that's great which we always talk about like how are they going to start the album and is it going to catch my attention mm-hmm. um and coming at you is just a great first track uh it gives you a fun introduction to twerp and and it offers the lyrics were coming at you like they are aliens from space who haven't been here from the 80s and they're trying to communicate with us. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember fellow kids? Remember when we were here in the 80s coming at you? And it's uh, sonically, it almost feels like they came here, they observed us in the 80s, and then they left and came back and they were like, you guys still listen to this kind of music? Yeah. I mean, the kids in Stranger Things would listen to this band and feel right at home. For sure. It's a very new wavy vapor wavy kind of synth wavy whatever the fuck wave you want to call it it's that yeah it's very it's, neon future kind of type of stuff yes yes and you know the twerp is never in a rush and if no. uh you know if i was given um you know multiple tries of who this is and what artist this is i would have never guessed it was a current artist mm-hmm. because it feels very 80s like late 80s where it's very pop but you know it's it's great. Yeah, I love it, and it's a great first track. Yeah, I think it's a it, it. There's another track that comes up later where I just like the way if they would have started with that, it would have been cool. Um, like on this rock, where it's the welcome, 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 and I think I just think that would be a cool, really cool way to just kind of just throw you into an album. Uh, but now this is a much better choice, like sonically and just overall a better choice. Uh, just like I said, because the live feel, it's like you, you can see them playing this set live. And mm-hmm. I always think that's a cool, cool thing. So uh, are you done with the coming at you? Yep. Cool. Let's hear what you have to say about roll with it. Uh, roll, roll with it. Roll with it. <laughs> the synth is still here and out to play, mm-hmm. but this is a guitar driven track. And I think that's why I like it so much. Yep. Uh, the 150 mark where it felt like a rock song was my favorite. I put the exact same note. Like 150 kicks so much ass, dude. It it drops down to like this dreamlike sequence and it ends with some vocals, which I'm not crazy about the 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 style of vocals. The talk box vocals. The talk box. And uh, if you're not familiar, if you've ever listened to Peter Frampton, that's you know what we're talking. Yeah. About. Uh, but thematically here, it really works. And uh. I love the last 15 seconds of this song. Mm-hmm. The first song and the second song, both of them kick ass. It like rewards you for like, hey, if you stuck it out, we're just going to do some crazy shit to end this song. Yeah, I think they do that on this album consistently. Like every song has a just a fucking awesome outro for like the last five seconds. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for ending the song <laughs> in such a cool way. And they all do it, man. I feel like every single song on this album does it. And this is no exception. Um, this is this, this is the first indication that like that talk box is here to stay. That's just wow. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Doctor Sung. He that's just his style, and it, I think it fits. Like there's certain there's a certain if you're gonna do it, just fucking do it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I can respect that in a way. It's not my favorite either, but I, I like the tone that it sets. I don't think his vocals are there to be anything more than just tonal additions to like the overall feel of the music they're not because the lyrics aren't super deep he's you don't need a a super great singer even though when we do get guest vocals it does add like a super cool dimension to it Mm -hmm. but i don't think for what they're trying to do and what they're trying to portray you need anything more than just a guy on a talk box having a lot of fun and um so yeah it doesn't bother me i actually like the sound but like i said if you can't just do it on like one or two tracks and then just don't do it for the rest of the time because then it becomes cheesy and a gimmick yeah it almost feels like another addition to the synth or something you know 
It's like it's like why the same reason people hate 808s and Heartbreak. It's like you're gonna just gonna do an album of this. It's like these guys are fully committed to that sound, and I think that makes it not a gimmick. It makes it just their sound. It's mm-hmm. a stylistic choice rather than oh, I'm gonna do something you know different and quirky. It's just what's just what they do. So I think it, I think that lends it some credibility. So it becomes less annoying at that point to me. Um. Yeah, it's just again we already talked about the instrumental breakdown. It fucking kicks ass, and it's just this is like the, the one of the few songs on this album I could see getting like play as a single. You know what I mean? Because of like you said, it's very guitar driven. It sounds more cohesive in a very pop sense, where I could see this getting played on like a like a dance station radio or like a I don't know some sort of alternative rock station and getting some decent play. Yeah. And people actually liking it and not being like, "What the fuck is this?" You know what I mean? It's very gorillas esque. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's the kind of like alternative rock, like when you say alternative rock that, that has such a broad meaning, more like prog rock, I guess, mm-hmm. is more clean for this. So yeah, it definitely has that kind of weird ish, more indie type feel to it. I think that would. I think there's a, a broader appeal to this song. So. I just love the way it enters too. That oh, so it's so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fucking cool. Um, so moving into the first song, I actually heard from Twerp, which is somewhere out there, and I fell in love instantly because I love electronica. I love anything that sounds like um, the Human After All album from Daft Punk. If that's what your main sound is, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it because I fucking love that kind of like electronica rock it's just there's something so cool about it and twerp is more disco heavy than like rock heavy but it's still fucking awesome somewhere (laughs) i thought you were gonna sing somewhere over the rainbow for a second (laughs) yeah somewhere out there stirs it's just it's so cool it's just the little disco beat behind it too uh it's so fucking cool uh so yeah disco ballad like uh at least it's a, it's a disco ballad at least as much as like twerp can like slow it down a little bit and not be as dancey uh, but it's still a disco track so it's going to be dancey it's going to have a high bpm and i always love the line of the first like pre-chorus if we can just keep our shit together long enough to see the stars there's no telling how far how far we'd go and then the fucking awesome synth riff that it's just ah it's so fucking cool it is it's it's, it's such a cool transition into the chorus because it sounds like you're watching like an old 80s like or like 70s 60s batman the it's you can see the logo spinning and then you transition into the chorus and then somewhere out there stirs yeah fucking love 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 this song this is my first introduction with Twerp as well. I think you sent me a TikTok of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you sent me and Ben a TikTok of them a long time ago, and mm-hmm. it was like, what in the fuck well, is Well, it was when I was going to pick this, and I was like, just to give you some context of this band, this is yeah. what they look like. <laughs> and I think it was your song of the show as well, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm most familiar with this song, and I think it's closest to a Daft Punk song that yeah, we Yeah, this get. is the bridge here. It sounds like Random Access Memories 100%. Yep, uh, it's I. That's exactly what I said. I said it's it's got the sensibilities of random access mm-hmm. memories, and it's got it's so fucking funky with that bass line, and it makes you want to throw on like rollerblades. I yep. want to see neon lights. I want to be in my rollerblades, <laughs> yeah. and just like 
just like skating faster when the <laughs> when the synth comes in. Yeah, doing like a fucking cool trick or whatever. Yeah. Like turning around backwards. Rolling backwards and pointing at <laughs> finger guns at your girl. Pew, pew. But yeah, this song encapsulates what I imagine disco, like current disco would be. Yeah. You know. And it's it's so funny because as I'm listening to this album, it's so funny to me to hear the lyrics and know that this came out in 2020. Because this is like the opposite of Bo Burnham's Inside. This is, I feel like, if everybody listened to this album in lockdown, nobody would have been depressed. Because it's all about like, hey, yeah, shit sucks. But like, I don't think they wrote it for COVID. I think it's just that what they had been writing and they just, it's just the kind of music they write. Yeah. But it was so perfect that it came out in early 2020 when everybody was getting depressed. And I really do think if like more people listened to this album, they would have been like, yeah, no, shit's bad. But it's like, not that bad. Uh, Fucking yeah, twerk bad exists. Yeah. <laughs> so We um, got a rollerblade still. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't sold those off yet. And I, I think that line, I think that's why I like that line so much because I can put it in the context of a lockdown year. If we could just keep our shit together long enough to see the stars, there's no telling how far we could go. Just, you know, if we could just all fucking wear our mask, you know, when you go into a place, we might, you know, if we could just do that for a little bit. Just ride the wave. <laughs> ride the wave. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just, it's just, a, it's so interesting to look at it through the context of the 2020 lens and how so upbeat and positive this album was and like how good it would be if more people just heard it, you know, last year. So, yeah. um, I think you're going to be excited to oh, yeah. talk about the next one, which is Dylan has to log back into his computer because he didn't keep his mouse on his lap. Like I told him to. <laughs> it didn't give me much of a warning. It's a cool screensaver, though. It's like rotating snakeskin. I'm just going to live live uh, tweet <laughs> Dylan logging into his computer on his tiny, and R- we're back. <laughs> his tiny RGB keyboard. What a fucking gamer, dude. Such a gamer. <laughs> uh, Need Each Other. Yes, Need Each Other is the next song. Featuring Planet Booty. Yes. Um. Maybe it's because I needed a break from the talk box. It's perfectly placed. Or I really fucking dig Planet Booty's vocals in this track. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of both, I it's think. It's two, two vocalists like from Planet Booty. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, so it's a guy named Dylan Germick or Germick and Josh Cantero. I love it. Yeah. They have so much soul. Yes. And it provides such uh, a... Both white dudes, which surprised the fuck out of me. Really? Yep. I didn't. I, I just Googled about them. I didn't get any Google images. Um, but fun fact, Planet Booty describes themselves on Instagram as music for your mind, soul, and ass cheeks. Non, <laughs> non-toxic sexuality and consensual as fuck. New album, yes, drops 9-21-21. So it's already yeah, out. Dude. That's, we might do Planet Booty for my next album because that's a fucking... Music for your ass cheeks. That's Music so for your mind, soul, and ass cheeks. So Non-toxic funny, sexuality and consensual as fuck. Hell yeah, dude. Um, but this song is, without a doubt, my favorite song on the album. Oh yeah, mine too. Um, it's somehow hippie, soulful, and it's still got some complexity to it. And it's just good vibes. Like This song was one of the first songs I listened to when the weather broke. Mm-hmm. And I was like driving home from work. I had my windows down. I had a hoodie on. It was just like, oh, dude. And I think I sent something in our group chat like, this is yeah. When, the when whole, this made the whole album. Yeah, when need each other hits, it hits, dude. Yeah, it's oh yeah, man. And I was like, it's is it possible for a palate cleanser to be the best track on the album? And I think so. It, yeah. it absolutely is. 
um yeah the planet booty vocalists uh, kill this fucking track both with their like band name but planet booty is a great name yeah and their vocals are just so so fucking welcome um the the first guy that sings uh dylan Jermick, um sounds a lot like CeeLo green and i think that fits so well with this because um Nar- i don't know if you ever listened to gnarls barkley back in the day but it had a very similar feel to kind of this track specifically and I just, it made me want to go back and listen to that gnarl, first Gnarls Barkley album because it was so fucking good, man. Mm-hmm. Just, it has the same kind of vibes. And it's, I think what really, really sells this song because it's a good, funky track just with that. But they did something so clever with the bass line in this, in this song where when there's a piano, clean piano in a song, you very, very rarely hear the bass, like the left side of the piano, but they fucking live on the left side of the piano here. And they live in that bass track, like the, the bass clef. And not only do they live in the bass clef, but they have like the bass guitar backing it up. So it's got this really fucking meaty. It sounds so fucking good, dude. It's just so meaty and juicy. That bass line, the way that the boom boom like on the piano it's got so it's, it sounds like he's hitting those strings with a fucking anvil dude it's it's so heavy it, it, ugh, i fucking love it I, I can't accurately describe it without just listening to it and it's just because it, it just sounds so good because it's so different from what you hear from clean piano typically on tracks like this it's very very much right focused as most things should be because it's you know that's the the treble side that's the the melody side you're going to hear all the most interesting stuff there and the bass line is just there to kind of keep time and add you know you know a little interesting element here and there but they really find it just they just, just feels like they're punching the left side of the piano with their fist and it sounds so fucking cool man there's so much ass in this track it hurts and this is really isn't music for your ass cheeks i mean that's the best way to yep. put it man non-toxic and sensual as fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's a song dude i love the uh the line it's in the very beginning the first verse it's because every time i try to say goodbye your body tells me hello hello it's so uh, it's, it's such a cool line your body t- every time i say to say goodbye your body says hello i'm like oh yeah i know exactly what that means the, the token sex song <laughs> yep it's it's just so fucking cool man um yeah it's great and it's just it's song about you know loving each other it's nothing crazy it's not even that dirty I mean, yeah, it's obviously a sexual song, but it's 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 clean sexuality. It's fucking just a great track. And I I could talk about this fucking song all day. It's just oh, fuck. Just go listen to this song. It's we have our else. sights on you, Planet Booty. <laughs> yeah, we really do. Zeroing in because I need more of that, man. If that's what they sound like, if they sound like this track, fuck yes, dude. Inject that shit in my veins. Um, but yeah, moving on, because I don't want to talk about this all day, because I could, for sure, to On This Rock. This is the one I was talking about. With It starts with the welcome, 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 welcome to the new reality. Uh, I'm, fucking <laughs> I'm glad you night. did that, because I, I had it written down <laughs> that I was going to do that. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you butchered it. God damn it. I think I did okay until that last little note there. <laughs> it's just a, it's such a cool, it's like, cool you need that talk box really yeah i think that really sells it it makes it sound robotic and it's like i don't know it's like a a, it's a small world but for like (laughs) electronic funk and just it sounds really cool uh it would be a cool intro to the album and i think it would fit the overall theme of the album better but the their first song still the better choice 
Uh, the guitar riff in the chorus is really good. It just kind of soars. It saves this track from being boring for the first half because the first half is kind of what we've already heard from Twerp. It's not bad. It's just like, yeah, okay, this is Twerp. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, it's, we're, it, we're at track five. I don't want to say boring, but it saves it from being forgettable. Like, the, the guitar in that chorus is just really fucking good. Mm-hmm. But the second half starts to really fucking kick ass with, like, this really powerful, heavy rock inspired that... It's just a good fucking chug. And I was like, when I was listening to it, I was like, this is... I've fucking heard this riff before. I've heard this exact riff before. And I was driving me fucking nuts. And I finally found it today. Um, band called Justice. They do very electronic, very more rock-centric than the disco-centric. And there's a song called Ohio, oddly enough. And they use this exact same riff. Now, the Justice song is much... I'll play it for you after the episode. But the Justice one is much slower. So it's got a little bit different effect. But here it's like really sped up. Mm-hmm. So it's got this really kind of like almost like jackhammer feel to it. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay, let's fucking go. Yeah, this song doesn't suck. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> it's just such a it's a cool touch, man. And it, it, it could have been kind of a forgettable song. But guess like we talked about before, Twerp knows how to fucking end a song. And they just kill it every single time, man. And I think that's what makes this album great is because just when you're about to fall asleep, they just do some cool shit. It's not like technically the like most talented band, but they're just really cool and smart. And no track is like more than like three or four minutes long either. So you don't we, have time to get. Bored. We got a seven minute. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I guess we do. Uh, but yeah, the guitars really shine in this song. Dude. Yeah. Um, if these dogs don't quit fucking farting, dude. it's there's only one. <laughs> so bad. They're sleeping so cute, but they fart, and it smells so bad. Um. This song sounds like an '80s campy movie about a. I had a head a head cannon, obviously. Yeah. About an a family from the '80s going to a futuristic alien civilization. I don't know why I, I picture everything in this this album being like '80s esque. That's what it, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's also futuristicy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Back to the Future, what they picture the future being mm-hmm. like, and that's what this kind of feels. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's a neo future. Yep. But yeah, the guitars in the song make it because I was kind of like not really in the mood for another talk box song. Yeah. But the guitars kind of just like took all of those worries away. Um. So yeah, Black Swan. This is the seven minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> did you not like it? No, I did. Okay. Um. This is featuring the singer from Ninja Sex Party. Yes. Which I know you're a huge fan of, right? Am I? <laughs> Aren't you? I like the Naked Karate Girls. Oh. And like Six Foot Ninja, I like. Okay. I've never listened to whatever the other band is. Ninja Sex Party. I thought that there was a band you liked. So yeah, Six That's... Foot Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. It, I love... I love. No, you ninja. love them. I love you have just, to love them for love the sake of my story. Love you ninja, love them. I love Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> I can't get enough. But Jesus Christ, this is a long song. Who in there... Okay. Um... It's probably because it has, it, this feels like a straight to VHS, like this would be featured on a straight to VHS, yeah. like uh, Just sci-fi movie. Really choppy animation, like, yeah. uh, uh, what am I thinking of, like, ambiguously <laughs> gay duo animation, where it's like, <laughs> there's four frames of animation for like 10 seconds. But the lyrics are very obviously about like a man on a mission for the queen, and it's, yeah. it's kind of corny, and it's I think it's corny on purpose. Yes. And it gets a pass for being lengthy because it almost feels like it's going through like the whole entire movie. Yes. Like it tells a story throughout the song. So 
Um, yeah, I I didn't hate this song. It was just one of those ones. That was, once I listened to it a few times, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna kind of skip to, skip yeah. to the parts I like. Yeah, get to the battle scene because the battle scene's the best part. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's it's a concept track, right? Because it does. To, you're right. It tells a story of our hero, Black Swan, who is played by Dan Avadan. Um, hey, Dan Avadan. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know his name. It's from your favorite band. Yeah, I know. I, it's, Ninja you know, Sex Party. I know. I just, you know, I get so excited about Ninja Sex Party every time I think about him. I just fucking black you out. You think dude. of him as a concept, not necessarily <laughs> right. just, yeah. just Dan Avenue. They're, they're not, they're not parts of a whole. They are just one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's the second, it's the second guest vocal and it's exactly when we needed it. Right. I think like we talked about before, it's, they broke up this. I think they know that their shtick can get kind of old and, so they placed songs in the album. It's only been two tracks since the only one track since our last just purely talk box track. And I was but like, I was, needed. I was already ready for a, yeah. like a guest vocal. Uh, it's yeah, you're right. It's, it's that every quote unquote futuristic eighties movie that, you know, it, it feels like Dune, like the Dune movie from the eighties where it's just kind of cheesy. Everybody's dressed up in like foam, big foam outfits. And, uh, it's just really cool though. I, I love this kind of like flash Gordon like feel to it. I just always loved that like 1950s neo future feel. And there's just something, I don't know. There's something wholesome about it. And like our, our Dave Avedan or Dan Avedan has a great voice for a like dashing protagonist. Like you can just see the pompadour and the butt chin and like they're getting the you know the girl uh, it's, it's it's like space ace the video game it's, it's it's that exactly and i love uh the main vocalist from twerp being like the bad guy because the talk box really works great as like an intergalactic assassin's voice like a, a robotic assassin it's just the battle scene is really cool it's it's hard to kind of sum up this song because i feel like i'm all over the place right now but it is very long and it is a concept song it's like trying to explain an entire movie in you know two minutes yeah <laughs> so it is it's a cool track it does drag a little bit like but the once you get to the battle scene again twerp if they can't do anything right they can definitely end a song right so hey your song on the show two weeks ago was 12 minutes long so that's true a seven minute or seems like a what was an that interlude what was that oh and they believe it's a scarus yeah. <laughs> yes i was like holy I, it's I was fucking, did you listen to the whole thing yeah it's fucking awesome but it is very there, long. <laughs> I run into the problem like when when I start a song, I live out in the middle of nowhere now. By the way, we're yeah. in a new studio. I think I don't think we mentioned it. It yet. took me four weeks to get here from work. <laughs> I was shocked at it's every time new traveling. Time. <laughs> but if I start a song, I have to finish it because mm-hmm. if I skip it, there's a chance you my music will cut out. Oh yeah, know? yeah, 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 for sure. So service is kind of spotty out here. So you know if. If I start a song and I don't finish it, it kind of makes me commit to listening to a full song. <laughs> Even if I'm like, oh, I've listened to this a lot lately. You know, it's Every time the violin drops in that song, it's just so fucking good. It's so good. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> that's not this, not this not song. This song. <laughs> uh, whose song is this that we need to talk about next? Me? Only the best? Mm-hmm. All right. So Only the Best. A little spoiler there for you right, right away. Uh, so we're talking about Only the Best next. Uh, this is right back into that happy-go-lucky pocket after a long concept song. Um, it's it's just a wholesome song about loving your mama and how she taught me, you know, uh, you know, 
life's not just be good to people it's it's great yeah. it's just such a cool wholesome song about wholesome. loving loving your moms wholesome it's great hell. man it's just it's a it reminds me of like the the sonically reminds me of valerie by steve winwood um more more it reminds me even more of the remake or like the sampled version of that the call on me by uh eric prids it just that it has that kind of like 80s like um aerobics class feel to it or like a dance dance standard from the 80s it's just a cool wholesome it's pretty standard but i love it and that pbs style ending makes me smile every time it's just only the best and like the the talk box really sells that ending Mm -hmm. i after the big and lengthy last song i was so ready for like a pop song yeah and this is very heavy synth pop and it's perfect for windows down. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's wholesome. It's like if you want it, if you want a pop song, you also want it to be a little like a little bit of a sheen to it. And if it's like so wholesome, sometimes it kind of like makes you like squint your eyes, like almost skeptical. But it's like <laughs> this one, you're so happy. It doesn't yeah, it matter. doesn't fucking matter, dude. They're just they unabashedly love their moms. And I love my mom. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Moms, we're, moms we're both are both mama's boys. So. Moms are cool as shit, man. Like, hell yeah. We've been waiting for a mama's boy song. <laughs> We've had the token sex songs. Where's the mama boy song? Uh, but around minute three, I love the piano post chorus. Mm-hmm. It's like pounding, and they say only the best, and with the like soaring guitar yeah. guitar solo. Only afterwards. the best. Damn, 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 damn. Only the best. Yeah, it's so and then good. that guitar just comes in. It's like, oh shit, son. This, it's it keeps you on your toes, and I think that's something that an album. Most of the time by track seven, we're like, yeah, we know, yeah. we know this album by yeah. now. And they do a good job of like keeping things interesting. I haven't been bored yet. No, I don't think it's possible to be bored listening to this album. Mm-hmm. It's only 10 minutes long or 10 tracks long. There's only one super long song. The rest are within that three to four minute range. So, and they're just happy. Like it is, I don't know. I will say for the rest of the album, it kind of, it, it doesn't get much. This is the peak. The album is kind of for the last three songs is on a pretty sh- straight down. <laughs> I like Grand Prix. Grand Prix is awesome. The Grand Prix is yeah. a great closer, but um, and I think and in Destination's good. But the next song, Top Secret, um, I'll go ahead and let you start with that. Yeah, a, it's just a very cool instrumental that reminds me of like old James Bond movies. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like it feels like espionage, but it's also nice to have a break from the talk box or yes. guest vocals. It's like. There's no more talk box for the rest of the album. Not yeah. really, anyway. And it's just kind of nice to like have an instrumental to see what they're all about. And this is pretty experimental, but it also feels like it could be like plugged into any action movie with like a an espionage scene into it. So yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, I think it's it's fine track. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's just a, a, a very spy oriented instrumental in kind of that disco vein and so if there's it's it's cool it's fine it's it's cool to hear like lord phobos kind of and uh, commander meowch kind of just do their thing and kind of riff off of each other but you know it's there's nothing special here if you're going to put their own instrumental at the end of an album there has to be something like fucking great like orion from metallica that's a great fucking instrumental i'll listen to that every single fucking time it comes on 
but this is like, yeah, you know, I know what the, I can skip this. There's nothing. It, it's very surface level. It's like you can listen to the first minute of the song and get what you need out of it. Yeah. And I think that's fine. I don't think they made this song to be. It wasn't split made to. It was made to be an album track. It wasn't meant to be a single. I was like, hey, we've got this cool instrumental. Let's throw it on the album because you and know, it's kind of perfectly placed. Like, it is. They've gone everywhere, so why not throw the first of two instrumentals yeah it's not good enough to be the last song but it's good enough to be track eight yeah it's a good transition kind of second half palette cleanser here which leading into destination which is fucking wild destination is fucking so wild immediately just pedal to the metal and it is like it immediately (laughs) immediately wants to make me hop on an 80s laser horse and go on an epic adventure i don't know what a laser horse is but god damn it i want to ride one as soon as this song starts dude uh yeah it's uh the gambler is the guest vocalist here and her vocals are him i don't know it sounds like a she i, I didn't, think it's a she i didn't she look it brings up the heat dude. yeah oh god does she ever dude this song is fucking this is what we've been listening to it's the same feel we're used to from twerp but with way heavier synth and like this unstoppable forward momentum with like a joan jet fucking attitude that stiff upper lip like just kick-ass female vocal from the 80s and it's just intoxicating, man. It's like all you can do is just hang on while this fucking Valkyrie takes you on a ride. And it's just, I don't know, it's just, I have multiple like things I envision here. It's riding in the back of like an 80s Ferrari with this fucking wild blonde just going crazy and while you're hanging on or on the back of a laser horse while this, this chick just screams through space. I'm sticking with the laser horse. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I I didn't have much else to add uh, besides what you said. Like, the gambler brought the heat. Yeah, dude, dude she fucking crushes and it. And even when the uh, the talk I need box a destination, even when the talk box comes in, she like she like will harmonize with them, mm-hmm. but like outshines them yeah. a hundredfold. Yeah. And I just thought it was so needed to just have such a powerful voice. Yeah, I think I think Twerp is really. I think they know they know that they can't do an entire album with just talk box vocals. Yeah. It's 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 their style, but it does become wearisome after a while. And I think they were really smart with the way they construct. Because there's really, I mean, only half the album really prominently features it. The rest is guest vocals or instrumentals. And I think that's really smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so yeah, Grand Prix. Grand, grand old Grand Prix. So real quick, uh, The Gambler oh. is part of a band called The Protoman. Protoman? Protoman? Proto-men. Um, First man. It's an American rock band who started their career and perhaps most widely known for composing concept albums loosely based on video games series Mega Man. Yeah, there's a Proto-man in Mega Man. That makes sense. Um, this also could be... This song could be in a Mega Man game, so that also makes sense. <laughs> I guess Raul Panther 3 is the vocalist. Raul Panther 3. That sounds like a made-up name, but there's. <laughs> I, I was laughing because someone in the band does fist pumps, hand claps, armor, sledgehammer, maracas, and drum. Dude, fucking the the, <laughs> the guest beach features on this album have just opened up a whole new world of <laughs> fucking wackiness that I'm in love with. Yes. Um. Holy shit. Sorry, this is horrible radio. Yeah. Well, listen and wonder as Dylan scrolls through Wikipedia. <laughs> Look at the. 
their European tour. Yeah, that's really fucking cool. It's it, to kind of explain it. It looks like a really really bad like flyer printout from like an eighty like an eighties flyer you would see like the X Men or something. Yeah, you would see it stapled to uh, like a la- la- uh, telephone pole. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that. It's yeah. like, hey, come see us tonight at the convention center. <laughs> Well, I just lined up your next two your next two artists, Kev. Yeah, you really did, dude. I'm at least <laughs> gonna check them out. Uh, sorry, we we were on to Grand Prix. Yes. Okay. Woo. <laughs> uh, Grand Prix. Oh my God, that drum intro. Mm-hmm. Woo. Yeah. We, this is the first track I think that the drums were really allowed to go crazy. Yeah, I agree with that. They were kind of a metronome for the whole album, but this last song was like, hey, what if in like almost jazz like fashion. We just let everyone go crazy for mm-hmm. a little bit. And this grand finale is perfect for them to show their talent. And it wasn't in like a a, a condensed pop song. This song is all over the place. Yeah. And it's almost like, hey, we've had our fun here, but what if we just fucking jam for a little bit yeah. to, to finish the album? Yeah. And I love that. The bass has been killer the whole album, but their work with the drummer in this song, bar none. Yeah. It's it's impressive to hear the bassist and the drummer be that that in tune and like play off of each other. Yeah, I think the whole band is really tight, but yeah, to really hear an instrumental like this is cool. And you know, if I had to pick a top a top ten mixtape for Kevin, I think this would be like song eight or nine. <laughs> if okay. I if I was like gonna describe like Kevin Carter as yeah. a whole, yeah, and I had to pick ten songs, this would be on the top. Yeah, 10 for I mean, sure. yeah, for sure. I mean, this it's a jam track, but it's also synth and drums and like it's just all over the place and it kind of encapsulates you perfectly i'll, I'll take that all every day of I, the ho- week. I hope that's not like a mean no 100 percent. i love that dude i'll take that all, every day of the week and twice on sunday bud <laughs> appreciate that uh yeah no i were to end on a four minute instrumental is bold but luckily it's fucking awesome <laughs> so, yeah uh, again it reminds me again of like that like classic like that rpg like grandia or like star ocean like if you've played those games you know what this 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 sounds this song sounds like it's just I think of any dungeon or like overworld in that game it's got that kind of jazzy not quite fitting correctly music but somehow still fucking awesome it sounds like that so uh, yeah and it's 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 a perfect set ender right we talked about coming at you being a great opener this is a great way to close it right this this whole album is a live set and i think that they set that up perfectly where you know everything is set up kind of that way in the strong song structure as well it's like oh we don't want to lose our crowd so let's throw in fucking destination it's like our true closer and then this is like the 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 jam at the end of the show where everybody can kind of like think and say and commander me out john bass and he fucking gets his shine and then you know the the then him the drummer fucking jam out and the guitarist gets his shine lord phobos and then you know it's it's uh dr song just kind of like pointing the point to everybody and like bowing and the doing cool shit yeah, yeah yeah it's just it's it very feels very much like the end of a set before an encore so it's like yeah you thank everybody like hey you know this guy did the blah, 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 that kind of thing. And everybody's going nuts. And yeah, just a really cool like way to end an album. I think it's perfectly constructed and it works really well with coming at you where it's kind of the opposite of what they did there. So yeah, man, I, I love, love, love this track. It's just a cool, funky instrumental. And, you know, like I said, it's bold, but it works. So, you know, boldness is rewarded if you can do it correctly. For sure. Yeah. I, I don't want to get into my closing thoughts unless you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready, dude. I think 
that's why I enjoy this so much is because it feels like you're at a concert. Mm-hmm. The whole album is constructed perfectly. The yeah. same way a set list, if you want to, if you go to a show and it's like the set list is set up perfectly, it's like there's no dull moment. There's like perfectly placed things, little skits or something, you know, just something to to break the monotony and keep you interested the whole time. And I think that's why this album works so well is, you know, we're, we can get pretty critical of how albums are set up and it's, it's hard to find anything in this album to be critical of. No, certainly not in the way it's constructed. No, I think it is. There's some like, you know, repetitive sounds in some of the beginning parts of the song. Sure. It's not a perfect album. They're not a perfect band, but that's not what they're here for either. So they're not out to like be the best band ever. They're just out here to have fun. I think in that respect, they fucking knock it out of the park. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, was there anything else you had to say for closing thoughts on the album? So, yeah. I mean, I I feel much the same. Like like what I just said. They're literally, their only goal is just to make you fucking happy. And I think every time you listen to this album, the better it gets. Because you're like, yeah. Because you stop thinking about it critically. You don't try to. And I think listening to it critically made me like it more because like, no, there's no reason to think about this critically because it's just fucking songs about loving your mom and coming together and not being sad and just being fucking happy with whatever situation you're given. That's all it's about. And yeah. it's it. There's nothing deeper here. And it's it, there's something really cool to being able to make music like that and not make it feel like a an after school special. Like this still feels like music for adults. It doesn't feel like fucking coco melon you know what i mean it's just it's very much like what bluegrass does for me it's very much song for adults and like kind of depressing sometimes but it just there's no way i can listen to a bluegrass song and not be happy it's just there's the way it sounds the way it sonically hits you you just have to smile and i think twerp does that to the the best extent they possibly can and again they're not gonna blow you away but they'll leave your your mouth hurting from smiling and laughing so um they're like a more fun version of justice like the man i talked about earlier like justice feel takes itself very seriously for doing a genre of music that is just naturally pretty fun to kind of he listen to um they do it in a more serious way which sounds cool it sounds really awesome but this is i think my preferred way to listen to electronica just being fun happy-go-lucky and it makes me want to see them live yeah, I like uh, it, it. Does the uh, what an album should do, and it makes you want to go spend more money to hear the same songs again a little bit faster and a little bit worse. Yeah. So, yeah, man, fucking great fucking album over the top that I just fucking discovered by accident. So, happy little accident. Yeah, I man. love it. Get out there and fucking listen to new shit. That's the whole point of this this podcast. And yeah, I it fucking it makes me so angry to think that there are adults that just refuse to listen to new music and I can't fucking stand it. So please, 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 if this if you listen to this episode and you're afraid to listen to new music, just fucking do it. Just open up Spotify and click on an album that looks cool. If you don't like it, click on one of their related artists and find something until you click until you find something you like because there's something out there that you had no idea. Oh my god, I was trying to talk for a burp for like 30 seconds that you had no idea existed, but it's going to blow your fucking world apart. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the idea of song of the show is yeah. the same idea. You yeah. know, just maybe if you're not committed to a full album, mm-hmm. you're, you're not into twerp. You, you've tried it. doesn't work. But if you get to songs of the show and you listen to our playlist on songs of the show, it might inspire you to branch out a little bit. First you know? of all, if you tried need each other and it didn't work out for you, you ain't got a fucking soul. Yeah. <laughs> Skip to that. Skip to that track. <laughs> yeah. And then come back to us. Yeah.
Otherwise, if you don't like that, just unsubscribe because, you know, we got nothing to come <laughs> You fucking don't listen. <laughs> You're done. You're banned. Um, you want to get into songs of the show? Uh, sure. I've had this one picked for a while. Okay. Um, but if you're, you know, between the ages of uh, 12 and my age, which is probably the oldest you probably should be on TikTok, um, I'm probably even too old by about 10 years. Nah. <laughs> but, um, here's the thing. I, I watch TikToks. I don't create TikToks. So I feel like that's okay. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. I'm not a creator. You're not a TikTok creator. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a TikTok lurker. Which yeah. sounds weird, but anyway, you're, you're a TikTok creator who just wants to, you know, get people to look at his profile and subscribe to his OnlyFans. Yes, and that's where the naughty stuff is. Not anymore. OnlyFans taking down their porn. Oh, sorry, it's okay. Fansly, whatever, whatever the other one is. I'm sure there's another one, right? I'm sure there is. Okay, <laughs> go to my Pornhub page. Yeah. <laughs> All the links are there. Yeah, uh, yeah my link tree is on my profile. Anyway, um, the song of the show is a TikTok, a, a song that blew up on TikTok. Um, it's Sarah Cothran, As the World Caves In. Um, it's a TikTok sad boy song. Um, and everybody knows it. It's the, oh boy, it's you. I fucking slayed, slaughtered that, but you know what I'm talking about. I, but, but I added both the original version and the uh, Wookiee remix. Where it's like chopped up in the chorus yeah. and it sounds really fucking cool. Um, just because I think both are iconic. I think they're both really good. Ver- like, unlike a lot of TikTok songs, the entire song is really good. But that chorus, fuck, dude, it's so, so fucking good. It's just a cool song about like, you're the one I want to be with when fucking the world explodes in a nuclear explosion. That's what it's about. It's not metaphorical. It's just like, hey, the world's getting nuked. <laughs> and you're the one i want to be with and that's such a cool like sentiment it's very uh like end of like if you've ever seen like hackers and it's like that or like the end of fight club where they're like him and uh whatever helena bottom carter's character they're like sitting there holding each other as like the world falls apart that's exactly what this song is it's very kind of emo like alternative culture song i fucking love it Mm mm-hmm Good pick. Thanks. I, that that end of Fight Club is actually in my Twitter bio. Mm-hmm. It's been since the day I created my Twitter. It's a it's one of the best endings to anything ever. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm gonna give a quick shout out before I forget. Uh, Louis and Ben both submitted some oh, of yeah, the yeah. shows. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we recorded, so I had to I got to screenshot them and remember to to talk about them. Yeah, thank you for remembering that. Uh, Louis says, Hello, fellow music lovers. I'm glad to hear the album format is back. It's been a minute, but I, too, am back with a pick for Song of the Show. I present to you Over and Out by 12 Foot Ninja. 12 Foot Ninja. I know I said it wrong. Featuring Tatiana Schmalik of the band Ginger. 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 Uh, Two of my favorite modern bands together on an awesome track. I hope you all like it as well. Yes. I haven't uh, listened to it yet, but I'm sure I will because I love Tatiana and I love 12 Foot Ninja, even though I said their name wrong like four times in the beginning of the episode. No, it's Six Foot Ninja and it's Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> yeah. They need to collab. Yeah. 12 Foot Ninja Sex Party. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Uh, little, come on. Little portmanteau there. Um, yeah, no, I, I've listened to some 12 Foot Ninja shit and they're, all, they're kind of like, it's hard to describe them. They're like math metal but like joke math metal like they're comedy based like they're i'll send you one of their videos later it's just fucking wild um but yeah no i like they're not a band that i love but i like them like i haven't listened to them enough to know that i love them but i know i love ginger so ginger ginger (laughs) (laughs) um benjamin carter says 
Hi, Kevin Dill, longtime listener and first-time writer here. I have to admit the only reason I've never submitted my email is because Louie beat me to it, foisted <laughs> by the Lord of Trash again. First, I want to offer up some thoughts on your upcoming EP, which we've already done. It's yep. from last week, uh, Doing Love Wrong, so we'll discuss it real quick. This is music that exists in the shallow end of the pool, but it uh, sounds like 90s kids are out to prove that there's plenty of fun to be had on the shallow end. Yep. Very similar to Twerp this yep. week. Uh, nothing outright knocked my socks off, but I'll be damned if this EP isn't super fun that keeps the shoulders bobbing throughout. The pop appeal is here. The pop appeal here is massive. The music is filled with creativity and produ production value that really works for the song rather than just being there. I wish this pop music. I wish this was pop music right now. This is so much better than mumble rap, Main Street, pop country, or dear God, WAP. Yeah. Um, uh, bummer should be a summer anthem. Kids these days tell you what. Uh, onto my song on the show submission. I'm sure this will sound like Chinese to everyone, but <laughs> but Genix's "Take Our Time" off his new album, One Nine Nine X. Yep. To give at least Kevin some context, Genix <laughs> has been one of my favorite DJs on 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 Juna Beats for a decade now. Yeah. This is the first time he's ever released an album though, and "Take Our Time" is one of the best tracks. I can't get enough of it. It's trance. It's beautiful. It makes me move. That is all. Yep. Crapfully yours, Benji from Columbus, Ohio. Mm. Which the Columbus, Ohio made me laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah. We had to know where the fuck he was writing that from. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh man. See, I thought you thought the crapfully yours was funny, but no, just the Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. so fucking stupid now that I think about it. We <laughs> I think he did it because he was riffing on like, I don't know if anybody out there um was First on time, long time. Benny yeah, from Yeah. First time, long time, who's been a guest on the show multiple times. Um, yeah, so that's a reference to strong bad emails from the site homestarrunner.com, the early flash internet that really perfected that medium. If you haven't watched it, they're fucking awesome. So crappily yours, Benji from Columbus, Ohio. Love it. Yep. Uh, so my song of the show, Cigarettes by the Color... By the color and sound. Oh, yeah. This is, <laughs> this is the song. This is the song I've been trying to find forever. <laughs> and honestly, it was sweet release to find this fucking song. It was more like relief than like joy. Yeah. Um, when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, man, I fucking hope I don't hate this song. But it's good. Like, I don't hate it's, it. Yeah, I wasn't even like crazy in love with the song. Yeah. I just wanted to remember how mm -hmm. the... I didn't want to think like the song was made up in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Thank God it's on Spotify. But... Yeah. um. It was on one of those releases, but I was like a year off. He did like summer and winter releases every year for like five years. So it was a lot to comb through, but I ended up finding it. Yeah, how and, did you end up finding it? Um, So I was really fixated on the year 2013 because I think that's when I thought it was. But it wasn't spring 2013. It was like fall of 2014. And so I saw the band name, Color and Sound, and I was like, that sounds – because I – when I heard the name color and sound, I'm like, that sounds like a band that should already be popular. Yeah. It was like perfect 20 early 2010s when it was like that kind of band name would be on the radio mm -hmm. color and sound. And I was like, well, that's this song should be good. And I listened to it and I was like, there's like a, like a catchiness to the song. And right. I guess they broke up cause they haven't released new music, but it was just like cathartic to find it. And yeah. like, since it is kind of a time capsule, it kind of reminds me of that time. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, no, I'm glad you found it. And I think like anybody who's around our age can kind of relate to that because if you grew up with Napster or LimeWire, very, very often, like in your formative listening years, 
things would just be wildly mislabeled. Mm -hmm. Like everything was Led Zeppelin or everything, even remotely reggae was labeled as Bob Marley. So just, there's just so many songs that I grew up thinking were one artist that just were just massively wrong. (laughs) So when you think, when you're trying to find a song and you only know it from like your Napster days and you're like, no, I know that's not a fucking Aerosmith song. My worst enemy by third eye blind. (laughs) (laughs) Shit like that. Fucking just the dumbest shit ever, man. It's just, like um dream on i thought was a led zeppelin song it's an aerosmith song it's like their most famous song (laughs) but for the longest time it was on my um napster as uh led zeppelin and i'm like well i guess that's just a led zeppelin song because i didn't know any better as a 12 year old so yeah man it's been a few weeks since i found it but it was like i had to make it my song on the show felt so good yeah man i'm glad you put it on there uh so my next album is I'm gonna need your help. Jail socks or turnstile? Jail socks. That's a much cooler, much cooler name. Okay. So, our next album is gonna be from a, uh, a relatively new band called Jail Socks. Their album from 2021 called Coming Down. It was released on September 3rd, so it's pretty recent. Hell yeah! It's about a, a month old now, and I'm excited to talk about it. It's one that I've listened to a few times, but I'm not super familiar, and. You know, it's not necessarily going to be your cup of tea, but we'll see how you feel about it. I'm sure I'll be fine with it. Uh, there's going to be links for that. There's going to be links for Song of the Show. There's going to be links for Twerp. Uh, let us know what you guys uh, think about each of the albums. Let us know what you think about Songs of the Show. If you have suggestions uh, for Song of the Show, send them in an email. Yeah, and if you like the show, guys, please like let your friends know. Like, let it, like it's an hour long. We're, we're never usually longer than that. Uh, it's just a good way to kill an hour and we really do like doing it, but we, you know, if we want to keep doing this, I think we want to get more listeners and we're trying, we're trying our best to to get like video going and stuff like that. But you know, if you do like it, please, you know, if you have friends that like music and they want it, they're like in a rut, tell them like give them your favorite episode of the show and have them listen to it. So they can kind of get an idea of what we're all about. And maybe they'll kind of, kind of go on this journey with all of us too. So yeah, man, uh, if you like it, let everybody know. Yeah. We're already in comfier seats. So yeah. We're along for the ride. Yeah, you haven't heard me go like 40 times this episode as my fucking ass falls asleep. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're living life now. We yep. got a new studio. So uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.